This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to The Real Real, where I take you behind the Instagram reel and into the real lives of entrepreneurs, content creators, and anyone who inspires me and may inspire you too. I'm your host, Natalie Barbu, and let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. And today is another solo episode. But before we dive into the solo episode, I wanted to say that The Real Real is getting a rebrand and I am so excited. So I posted about this on my Instagram stories as well as my TikTok, which I just have been having so much fun on TikTok lately. So shameless plug for you to follow me on there. But posted about it on there and I talked to my podcast network and I'm going to do a rebrand. I feel like this podcast has kind of felt all over the place lately. It's started out as interviewing my friends, then it kind of started to gear more towards like business and entrepreneurship. And then there was this time period where I don't know when it happened, but it got a little murky where it got like I was saying yes to like anyone that pitched my podcast like if they were like I want to be a guest on your podcast and be like okay well that sounds like a cool story sure let them on and I think every single guest that I've had on my podcast has had an incredible story they've had an incredible message they've just been such great amazing people however I think that there is a difference in like chemistry and just the nature or like the flow of the conversation when you don't know the person beforehand and when you don't have any relationship with the person beforehand so if it's someone that I might not have heard of until they pitched me or we've never spoken until they pitched me and I didn't know who they were it's not gonna be as great of a conversation as it is with my friends with people that I have been following for years with people who I know their story because I've been keeping up with it not because they pitched me in an email and that's not to say that I'm never gonna say yes to anyone that pitches me because I actually think I've had some amazing guests from that but I think I didn't distinguish who I wanted on my podcast. It just had no niche, I guess. And I want my podcast to be more about navigating adulthood. And so that way I can have more of my friends on. We can talk about careers. We can talk about entrepreneurship. We can talk about dating. We can talk about single life. We can talk about anything to do with you know, being an adult, we can talk about finances, like all of that stuff. I just want you to feel as a listener that you are in the same boat as me or a similar boat. Like maybe you're a little older, maybe you're a little younger, but we're all navigating adulthood together. And I hope that my podcasts are like, oh, wow, I was going through that or that's what I needed to hear or wow, that's really interesting. That's something that I find very interesting, whatever. And that is what I want my podcast to feel like. And I just felt like it hasn't felt like that for a really long time. I want it to be more personal. I want you to really get to know me because honestly, I feel like YouTube has been dying down lately. Don't get me wrong. I still love YouTube. I think it's still like my favorite medium to produce content on, but I know that people aren't sitting down watching 20 minute long videos anymore, but people are driving in their car and they're putting on a 20 minute podcast, 30 minute podcast. So I feel like I can make this also a little bit more personal and kind of like what I've been going through and just a little bit more about me and like the people that I love in my life rather than just random guests, if that makes sense. And I don't want it to have any shade to like any guests because like I said, every person that has been on this podcast has been incredible. They have had amazing stories and they have been great, great guests. However, I just want to be a little bit more 
specific with the episodes I'm putting out and what I'm talking about. And I want to make sure that my audience is the first person that I think about when I'm thinking about what to put out, not just like, okay, it's Monday, I need to get another episode out there. So you guys have given me so much love on that. I got a lot of feedback being like, I loved your earlier episodes. I haven't listened since then. So if you guys have been listening for a while, thank you. And please DM me with what you want to hear. Because if you are a listener to my podcast, I appreciate that so much. And the podcast is going to be better than ever. I'm also going to do in the rebrand, I'm keeping the name, but I'm going to change my photo. And so I'm going to try to do like a photo shoot here in Miami and look for photographers here in Miami to do a photo shoot with. And I'm just like really, really, really excited. So keep up with the updates by listening every episode, following me on social media. And yeah, I just feel like there's so many podcasts out there. And lately, the ones that I've been loving to listen to have been more like solo episodes, episodes that I'm like involved in their life. Like I was also asking my friends, like what podcasts do you listen to? And they always say it's the ones that I'm like invested in their lives. Like they want to hear about what they're up to. And I even look at the episodes that I listen to that have guests, like they're always interviewing people. And I have to say, I majority of the episodes I don't listen to if I don't care about the guests. But if it's a topic that I care about, I don't even care about the guests. I just care about the topic. And I feel like that is what I want this podcast to be more about, more about like the actual things I'm talking about and topics rather than just the guests themselves. And I don't want the interviews to feel like a regimented interview. Like I want it to just be a conversation. Like maybe I think about like three topics that I really want to go deep on with the person that I'm interviewing. And that's what we talk about. It's not just like an interview. And I think someone who does a really good job at this is actually OK Sis. I am obsessed with their podcast. And I actually love when they have guests on because the dynamic that they have with the guests that they choose to have on their platforms is always great. And so that's why I love their podcast. And so I'm going to kind of like take inspiration from them. And I even remember going on their podcast a really long time ago. And I remember they started the interview the second you logged into Zoom. Like usually with podcasts, it's like, hey, how are you? Do you have any questions? Let me know. It was recording when I got on the Zoom call and they just like dove in. It wasn't like, okay, let's get started. Hey, like welcome to the show, which I always do. It was very much just like, oh my God, so excited you're here. What's up? Like, what do you think about this? Like, It just like dives into the conversation right away. And I love that. So this is a plug to OK Sis. I think I should probably do like segments on my show. I know that they have like the current fixations. So I feel like I should do segments on my show so that it's a little bit more strong structured. So I'm going to take some inspiration from others. But if you listen to any podcast or you have ideas for me, please feel free to DM me and let me know what segments you think that I should do. I used to do in my intros actually highlights and lowlights. And that was always really fun. So I might do that highlights and lowlights. I might do like things that I'm obsessed with. I know like every podcast does those things. But I feel like every podcast does those things because they're interesting to listen to. So if you do enjoy that, let me know. And if you think this is a horrible idea, let me know. All feedback is good feedback as long as it's constructive. It's not just like I hate you. You're stupid. You know, like as long as it's not that, then feel free to send it in. 
Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet, Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Ares tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream, it is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 450 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration. And according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. Today, I actually wanted to talk about something that I have been struggling so much with. I don't know if it's just because it's summer or what, but... I am struggling so much with my motivation and I'm struggling with like the boring day-to-day moments. And I feel like so many of you can relate, especially because it is summer, but 
it has been so hard for me to get my motivation to a point where I can sit down and just do work for hours on end. I am so easily distracted and I am so unmotivated and I have this like paralysis of like I have so much to do that I don't know what to do at all and then I end up doing nothing and then I look back at what did I accomplish today and I don't have that much to show for it. But I was sitting at my computer all day, but I don't have much to show for what I've accomplished. And I think I've identified what it is for me. Or maybe you're listening and you're similar to me, but I am someone who gets very excited about starting things. I'm excited about building. I'm excited about starting. I'm just very excited about a new project. So for example, when I started Rella, I was so excited about, you know, building this business. Okay, then we got to raise money. What's the next challenge? Okay, we got to, you know, put all of this together and like, oh my God, we have to prep for our launch. And then we launched and now we're a year and a half in after launch and things have obviously died down because of that excitement. And I'm like, wait, what do I do? And I know that sounds so bad because obviously of the founder of a company, you literally have a million things to do. And I'm not saying that I don't have a million things to do. I know that I do. It's just hard for me to stay motivated. So I feel like I'm working way longer hours in the day because I'm just like kind of having these little distractions throughout the day instead of, you know, ending my day maybe slightly earlier and not having those distractions. Or like it takes me a long time to get in the headspace of sitting down and doing work. And or I'm just like, oh my God, like I can't stay focused on one thing for too long. And this has been going on for the past few weeks and it's just been such a struggle. And I think it is because, you know, summer people are doing things, people are traveling. You have FOMO and it gets so mundane when you're in the day today and you don't have that excitement of something new and I'm making this podcast not necessarily to be like here's like what I did to cure this because I'm literally in the middle of it right now it took me you guys like 30 minutes to sit down and even record this podcast why did it take me this long to record this podcast it's been taking me so long and also I've realized that like I've been looking for distractions and it's hard for me to go on my phone and then get in the headspace of working go on my phone and then get in the headspace of working and I just feel like I'm like always scrolling on social media or because my job is on social media I post one thing and then I end up scrolling for like 20 minutes and that is such a waste of time and I recently listened to Lauren Bostick's podcast it was all about productivity and how she schedules her calendar and it inspired me so much because she was saying she doesn't use her phone for two hours in the morning and she stops using it for two hours at night and obviously like at night I feel like it's when I probably use my phone just because I live alone so she was saying like she puts it away she spends time with her family I don't have family that I live with I don't live with anyone so it's not like I can and be like spending time with someone at night. So I'm not going to follow the two hours before bed rule. But in the morning, I used to not use my phone for like the first three hours of my day. Like I literally would not use it. I would use it to work out, like to play a workout video, but that's it. And it would be on do not disturb all morning. I did that this morning and I actually got some stuff done this morning. But then the second I started using it again, I just got so distracted. And it's not even like I'm constantly texting anyone. It's not like I'm constantly in communication with someone. It's the fact that I open up social media or I'll get a notification and I have to open it or, oh, wait, I need to post a story for Rella or I need to post a story to promote something. And then I get stuck endlessly scrolling or today, for example, 
Threads, which is like Instagram's competitor to TikTok, just came out. And I spent so long scrolling on that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the fact that this new social media platform can literally make me scroll for a long time already is so dangerous. And I just think that for me, I need to listen to my old episode that was breaking up with your phone because I used to have an episode on that because I was so good at not going on my phone. I was so good at not being distracted by my phone. And I need to re-listen to it because I can't do that anymore. And I remember one of my tips was I used to not take my phone with me to the bathroom. And I know this sounds kind of like silly, but whenever I go to the bathroom, I take my phone and I like scroll for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting there a little bit longer because I'm scrolling on my phone. And like, why do I need my phone for that one minute being in there? Like, I don't understand. And so I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to try to start not using it in the mornings as much. And I'll let you know how it goes. But I have fully become addicted to it. And I feel like an iPad baby. Like, I feel like I am an iPad baby that can't go anywhere without it. It's like an appendage to me at this point. And that is so not good. So that is one thing that I'm going to try doing to see if it helps. And I feel like it's because we're in this like mundane day to day. And so I think another thing that has to do with this also a lot of comparison. So people on social media are constantly sharing what they're doing. They're constantly sharing their new announcements, their new launches. And of course they are like I would do the same thing. And right now I'm like, dang, I don't have anything to announce. I don't have anything to launch. And I'm like, oh, podcast rebrand even though this podcast rebrand is really needed I know myself and I know it's because I look for excitement in things as well and I don't think there's anything wrong with that because let me tell you when I decide to like start something I go hard with it and I you know start planning it I'm like so excited for it I do all the work for it I'm like so excited and I get so much stuff done but then it's when it becomes like okay if we rebranded we relaunched now what and I can't let myself get to that slump and when you're comparing yourself to people that are launching things and doing exciting things you're like wait what exciting thing am I doing though like I need to be doing something exciting and we don't see the beauty or the amazingness (laughs) the amazingness of like being in the day-to-day and actually being established in what you're doing and having a routine and not necessarily having like much come up you know So I think that that's what I'm like super excited about. I need to reframe it as being excited for that and for those things. And so I'm going to try to not compare myself, which also goes with like, I'm just going to try not to be on social media as much because it definitely feeds that like comparison loop. That's not great. And I also think another reason is like, if you don't feel progress in the day today, because you know, when you're launching something exciting, or you're doing something exciting, you can see a little bit more progress. But the day today, it's hard to kind of get that excitement and see that insane progress. So you know, I need to realize that every single day is not going to be the most exciting. But it's such a blessing that I even get to be here and I get to have a day today. Like the fact that I was so excited to launch Rella and to start my company. Now that I'm here, now that I'm running my business, now that we have employees, that now that we're managing a team, I need to be excited about that and realize what a blessing that is because that is what I wanted for so long. And I was actually at a small group for my church this past week and we were talking about that. We were like, there's so many times we're like, okay, we're so excited for the next thing. Like, I mean, obviously this was church, so this was in a religious context, but our pastor was saying how a lot of times we're like, 
okay, God, I'm ready for what's next. I'm so ready for my calling. Like, let's do this. I'm on fire. I can't wait. Like, am I going to change the world? What do you want me doing? What do you want me to, you want me to go and like move to another city? And do you want me to go and start a business? Do you want me to go and do this? Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And we want this like big, huge thing to like fulfill our calling. And then it's like, oh no, your calling is to go and be a good neighbor. Your calling is to go and just start a business and and manage employees. Or, you know, that's what you're meant to be doing right now. Like that's what I want you to be doing for the next five years. And so many times we get disappointed by that. We're like, wait, what? Like I thought that I was going to be this like super rich and famous person that has influence that's going to be able to like evangelize to the world or whatever. And it's like, no, actually what you're supposed to be doing is the day to day, you know, and he used the example of David being called to be king. And then he was in the pasture for however many years he was just still tending sheep in the pasture after he was like anointed to be king. And it's like, okay, you're not going to be king yet. Right now you have to work in the pasture. And that really spoke to me because that's kind of how I feel right now where I'm like, wait, okay, like I started this business. Why is it not like super, super successful? Why am I not like on this high forever? You know, like why am I not always on this excitement fulfilled journey? And it's like, because that's not what you're meant to be doing. You're meant to be in this day-to-day routine. And that just like really spoke to me. And so I hope it speaks to some of you, but it just got me thinking of like exactly how I'm feeling right now, how I'm just, it's hard to feel motivated when you're in the pasture. It's hard to feel motivated when you're in the day-to-day. It's hard to feel motivated when you're not where you want to be. And I think a lot of times we need to step back and that comes from comparison and it comes from being like wanting what other people have and that's so bad and so that's like why I really need to take a step back from like social media and that's also why I need to not feel that comparison and be like wait I am where I need to be and if it's a little boring that's okay but I need to find a way to like re-motivate myself to be okay with being boring and so I think that that's like kind of what I've been struggling with and so some of the things that I'm going to be doing to get a hold of this you should say is number one I'm going to start planning ahead I'm going to start looking at my week at a glance rather than each day individually so I can kind of see that bigger picture because it's really hard like I said like you're like okay what's next what's the big thing and you want this big exciting thing but to get to that big exciting thing you need to do the boring stuff you need to do the boring day-to-day stuff and so if I take a step back and I'm like okay I want to do this exciting thing what am I going to be doing though in the day-to-day if I look at it from a weekly glance I feel so much more productive like I did that last week and I was like what do I need to get done this week what are some things I can do and I scheduled out my week that way and I got so much more done this week I didn't do that I did not schedule out my week that way and I barely got anything done and that is just not good (laughs) like that is not okay so that's what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start taking a glance at my week and I also learned that from the skinny confidential podcast the one with Lauren the productive one it was such a good episode because she's like plan your week on Sunday be strategic about it have it stack and I'm like yes I need to do that more and so that's one thing that I'm going to be doing so I'll keep you updated with like how that goes I also think that creating an environment that makes you feel productive is so important. I'm someone that I need to change my environment every few days. Like it doesn't need to be crazy. Like I I work in the office a few days a week. I work at home a few days a week and I work out of a coffee shop a few days a week. And sometimes I don't get 
to do the coffee shop. It's just like working from home and then working out of the office. Sometimes I'll even do, okay, I'll spend two hours at a coffee shop in the morning and then I go to my office. I'm someone that I need like that change in environment. And so if you are someone like that, know that about yourself and try to do that. So even if it's not for the entire day, even if it's just for like one day a week, do that, you know, or one morning a week, do that. I think it can be so much more productive and so much more helpful. And then another thing is time blocking. So because I planned my week ahead of time, time blocking was so beneficial and it really helped me because I was able to focus on one thing and then not lose my focus. So I was like, okay, so Mondays was for marketing, Tuesdays were for talking to investors, Wednesdays were for talking to founders, you know, things like that. And it made such a difference. I felt so much more productive and I knocked out so much more in the day because I wasn't switching gears between YouTube and marketing and then investors and then emails and then all of this stuff. So if you time block your day, I think it's so, so important. And that helped me. So I'm going to try to continue that and just like limiting my phone usage. And I just think it's going to help so, 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 so much. But I wanted to film this episode because if any of you are feeling that way, I don't want you to feel alone. I know this was a quick little 20 minute episode, but I want to do more of these. I think the shortest I want to do is 20 minutes. I don't want it to go any shorter, but 20 minute, 30 minute episodes, solo episodes, and then longer conversations with people that I love. And so I'd love to know your thoughts on the rebrand. I'd love to know your thoughts on this like motivation cycle. Is it just summer or is it me? <laughs> and I just love you guys so much. And I really appreciate you listening to today's episode and please give me feedback. DM me. I will be looking for those DMs. So anyways, I love you guys and I'll see you guys in my next episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Real Real. I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to rate, review, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Natalie Barbu and the podcast at The Real Real Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Hey, my name is Lo Von Roomf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.